Hi everyone and welcome to the 60th episode of Final Fantasy Union. I'm your host Daryl and I'm here with Colin. Hello. And Lauren. Hello. It's only the three of us today. Unfortunately David wasn't able to join us. We miss you David. But, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sure we'll, we'll, get, we'll, we'll get by. We're going to kidnap yeah. him one day. He'll be on next episode hopefully. Yeah, Lauren's high on cookies so um, she'll have enough enthusiasm for all of us. Please. <laughs> Colin's not high on cookies. He's I'm, looking very freaked out right now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm staring two crazy people in the face. Don't do that. No. Right, so we are going to have the same typical outline for you guys today. We're going to start off with news and then we're going to burn we're going to burn into burning questions. Yeah. Oh, I see what you did there. How lame. Yeah. <laughs> it, it wasn't intentional. That's why I stuttered because I was like, "Hang on a minute. That is the worst pun ever." And then after Good that job, we're going to have a question segment. Thank you, Colin. I'm, that's, what, that's why I'm the host and you're not, you see. <gasps> all right, Good host, make bad puns. Before we get too big of a head. Hey, what can I say? I, I His head is already pun. massive. What it's are you talking true. about? Yeah. <laughs> all right, before this gets any more awkward. Yeah, right. So if you're listening to this podcast for the first time ever, Daryl's head is freaking massive. This is Final Fantasy Union. It's a podcast about Final Fantasy. <laughs> But we also have shows about Kingdom Hearts as well and our community show for the Gaming Union Network called Minigup. So this podcast is part of a podcast series called Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts Union and it's presented by the Gaming Union Network and TweaksMusic.com. It comes out on the iTunes store, FinalFantasyUnion.com and Colin? FinalFantasy-FXN.net Right, so we're now going to jump straight into some news. We had a decent amount this month. Yeah, we did. Yeah. And Lauren's going to kick it off with some Final Fantasy 13 Part 2 stuff. Yeah, um, this is actually pretty, like, weird. Well, I, I don't know. I've never really heard... Weird or ironic or just Fantasy a little bit too late. Huh? Weird, ironic, or too late. Yes. Pick one. Everything. Every, all of the above. All, all right. But anyways, uh, so apparently for Final Fantasy 13 Part 2, there will be one to two downloadable content updates per month per month and you have to per buy all of them you can't long? just buy one and then be like you don't have to buy all of them but if you, well, if you want all it's of mandatory. them it's mandatory they're gonna come around <laughs> your house and be like right if you bought one you've now got to buy all of them to eternity well there's some people who want all of them but that, yeah it it does sound, if they're gonna be doing it one to two a month it's gonna be crazy if they're doing one to two a month it sounds like it's just gonna be mi- kind of small DLC packs the dollar ninety nine. They, they're probably gonna cost like nothing, yeah. Yeah, I hope so. I mean, probably they get said like new costumes about, like, or prices yet. I think it's just gonna be costumes. Do you know? What they yeah, it's gonna yeah, put in like it's gonna be, um, new monsters like, for your items, catch. Items that you can use, monsters you can fight, but, like random. You know, Daryl <laughs> wants to be the very best. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like I no we, one we ever was about this. We talked a bit about this last episode. Catch I them think. is my real test. But will you two stop with <laughs> to the Pokemon? We're talking God. about Final it's Fantasy here. It's Final Fantasy. <laughs> so I think we talked about this a bit last month um, about like how the DLC is going to work. So Square Enix said that the the packs will actually integrate with the story. Uh, so unlike most other things, the DLC is completely separate. As soon as you buy it, you can pretty much do it. With Final Fantasy Thirty Part Two, if you want the items, you're going to have to earn them. I'm not I believe, sure how that's going to be received. Uh, one of the one of the DLC packs that comes with a pre pre as a as a pre order bonus is a new costume for Sarah. Yes. Mm-hmm. So that's something else that they might add as well. New costumes. It's going to be Aya again. Is everybody just going to be Aya? It, 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 sound, it sounds <laughs> like it's, it sounds it sounds like they're doing the the like the the DLC plan for Dissidia and just converting it to Final Fantasy. Yeah. Clearly it worked. Otherwise they wouldn't be doing it. Well, I think they're a bit a little bit out of their depth. They don't really know what to do. Because for Final Fantasy Thirteen, they I think they wanted to do it. They just didn't know what to do. And they've got this whole thing about because with the last version they had to make sure the PS3 version and the Xbox three sixty versions were the same. And then they kept saying, We want everyone to experience the same game. I think they've kind of restricted themselves there because they can't do extra story stuff. They can do mm. extra story stuff, but they'll have to release it on both 360 and PS3. Well, th- yeah. but if you don't buy the DLC, then you won't be able to experience it. And I, I think I don't think they want to pigeonhole themselves like that. Well, no, I think 
you know, if they put like extra missions, they they probably won't be integral to the plot. They'll just be like the side missions you can do, uh, new monsters you can catch, new costumes you can get, uh, weapons, items, those kinds of things. That's good. Yeah. It means that the the core experience of the game will be in there, and mm. you won't feel aggrieved if you don't buy the DLC. I mean, it's not yeah. going to. I think I don't think they're going to do it like uh, say Mass Effect, where they actually have yeah. like story expansions. I think. Yeah. Uh, we've been harping on Square Enix a lot recently, but I think this is how DLC should be done. Mm. It's not mandatory. We think. It's like League of Legends. <laughs> We're speculating. Yeah, it's just like. If you yeah. buy a champion on League of Legends and then you have to actually spend money in order to buy the skins. Yeah, you, you've actually... It's stuff that's pretty superfluous to the actual experience and you'll mm-hmm. invest the money if you want to get more out of it, if you want to make it a more customizable experience or anything. But it won't actually make the game any different, really, from what everyone else is playing who has chosen not to get it. Yeah. I think this kind of um, system really shows whether people like the product or not. Because, like, yeah. you know, Fallout, for example, you know, all the DLC packs have their own integral story, they do all this stuff, blah, 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 blah. And things that should have been in the game in the first place. Exactly. I mean, things I like extra costumes and extra weapons, they don't really need to be in, in the, like... No. Yeah. It's kind of, I think, um, Tecmo, Kawe are doing the same way as well with Dynasty Warriors. A lot of their DLC packs are just extra side missions extra costumes extra weapons and stuff and even and the even, with like the, that's, even with the even with the Tales of yeah. games you know Tales of uh, Tales of Graces F that's the one where they have like a bunch of DLC with just costumes yeah, yeah it it's, it's the kind of stuff where if, if you're not if that's not your kettle of fish if you're not interested in that then you just ignore it and if it is really your stuff you really love the game then you get it but either way both both sets of fans are still happy yeah yeah it's true Anyway, since we were slightly talking about that, Square Enix did announce in Europe, no North America again, that <laughs> there will be pre-order bonuses for Final Fantasy Thirteen Part Two. So I'm, sh- I'm sure lame. they'll announce something for North America at some point. You know, they stickers. Will. But so there are Yay. three. There are three <laughs> different things here. You got you got the pre-order bonus, which is the cool thing that everyone seems to be doing now. So like. Uh, Namco just did it with Dark Souls where if you pre-ordered the game then you got the limited edition for free mm-hmm. which is a pretty sweet deal yeah that's really cool just to incentivize people to pre-order the game instead of just waiting around and thinking hmm should I get this should I not I mean right, you look so at Battlefield 3 version, that's out in the coming week as well yep. limited edition with you get that, the free back to Karkin expansion which Colin's probably ordered already put down the pre-order there you go see it's, <laughs> it's working right so with the pre-order one you will get the steelbook uh, case you will also get the DLC pack that Colin was talking about which is going to be called Fight in Style and you'll get uh, Final Fantasy 13 Episode I or Episode 1 depending on what you want to call it and you'll get three lithographic art cards which Colin's got some for the city, I believe uh, yes I do They're, I think it came six five or six it had like Yuna yeah. Lightning Kane Tifa are you happy with the lithographic art cards you got? They're quite nice. They're quite nice. Yeah, there you They're go. pretty. Yeah. So, there will also be the collector's edition and the crystal edition. Crystal edition is much better. <laughs> Why I, don't you I don't tell them what pricing. the limited cr- collector's edition is first, and then tell them what the crystal edition is. Okay, right. So, with the collector's edition, you will get a print of lining. Not sure about the size. I imagine it'd be pretty big. Best it's... of... Yeah. Mm-hmm. You'll get a best of soundtrack, which... For those who don't know, it's, it's something they've been doing since sort of about Final Fantasy X. It's just a uh, selected tracks from the selection game. of about fifteen different tracks. Yeah, the ones that they think are the best, which aren't necessarily always. It's the more best. of a sample and you also, album than anything else. Yeah, <laughs> you also get an art book, the Art of Final Fantasy Thirteen Two. Then the Crystal Edition, you get a T-shirt, you get some postcards, and you get the full four-disc soundtrack. Plus, so cool. plus the art book yeah. and the print of lightning. Yeah, don't forget about that. Yeah, the I'm crystal so, edition sorry, does Colin. sound a lot better. <coughs> I want a t-shirt. I wonder what the t-shirt would look like. I hope it's not like tacky. And it's only. I still remember when I. It's only I about twenty pounds more Final than Fantasy Eight t-shirt with my Final Fantasy Eight, and I was just like, I'm never gonna wear that. It's too embarrassing. Oh no. Girl pair, Daryl. Yep. I wear my, to my black dad. rock shooter shirt all the time. I wear my Monster Hunter t-shirt. Oh, it's on it. Too. 
Yeah, but times are different now, Colin. This was like 13 years ago. <laughs> what was on it? It was the Final Fantasy VIII logo. I, I didn't really want to be typecast. Oh, oh. he's such a nerd. Yeah. <laughs> They should. They really should take notes from the Peace Walker connect, uh, collection with uh, Metal Gear. The solid. Deus Ex coat, one hundred and eighty nine dollars, but that looks wow. like a proper trench coat. Yeah, and it looks pretty mm-hmm. perfect. It's something that's hiding actually a shotgun. fashionable. Anyway, so Colin, would you like to go forward with Type Zero? I've uh, mixed feelings. Okay, we had news <laughs> about Type Zero this week on was it the Friday or the Thursday? One of those days where everybody was like, yes. Steve Blumhead apparently tweeted that he was recording there are the party poppers going off and everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we Steve Blumhead cracked out some champagne. <laughs> oh, a little bit premature there. <laughs> <laughs> so Steve Blum, who's known for doing the voice of uh, Spike from Cowboy Bebop, said he's also appar- in Advent Children, I believe. He's in a lot of shows, but in appar- yeah, apparently he tweeted he's that definitely gone all he started out. doing the recordings for King from Type Zero. And everyone was like, "Oh my goodness! Type zero localization, freaking yeah!" Confirmation. And then it turned out to be fake. And everyone, was, how did how did it turn out to be fake? Was it was he just playing around? Uh, no. Apparently, somebody was it on the game FAQs forums or one some other forums just photoshopped it together, just to troll people. Lovely. Wow. Mm-hmm. And it spread around like wildfire. Oh yeah. But. I guess in a more positive use, Square Enix reviewed that the Japanese release, which is out by the end of this month, uh, Type Zero. If you play Type Zero the second time through, you'll get a different story experience. So I'm not entirely uh, sure I'm, what that means. Yeah, I'm gonna say I'm gonna just do a bit of damage control here on Square Enix's behalf because they usually say these kind of things, and it will just be like the second time through will be exactly the same game, but there might be a slightly different dialogue tree somewhere. Like you know. <laughs> What they said about Dissidia. <laughs> yeah, more co- <laughs> more content than any other Final Fantasy game in history. More was it more dialogue than Crisis Core? I don't know yes, where that came from. Yes, more dialogue than where Crisis Core. Where did they Core? get that it's, from? <laughs> it's less dialogue multiplied by twelve. <laughs> <laughs> They're really fighting for that replay uh, replayability. I still remember when I played through Dissidia the first time, and I played through every single character because I was hoping that the story would be different. Same here. But no. But well, no, to be fair, no. Gabran's story was... Ca- Gabran and... Uh, what's her face? Shantoto. They're not basic characters, though. They're like bonus characters that you have to unlock. And their stories are actually and I was, interesting. I was playing through that while I was in Japan for TGS. And like when I came home every day, I was like, right, I've got to play through the city. I've got to try and get through this game while I'm out in Japan. And I think I, after I'd gone through all of the stories, I was on about 15 to 20 hours of gameplay. The problem was, though, that then when I went on to the next stage, all my characters were really, really underleveled. Oh no! <laughs> so it's like, yeah, I'm, I'm going into the. I finally got to the uh, extended story missions, getting my ass handed to me. Uh, it's another five odd hours farming and leveling up. Grinding really. was not amused because I, I could have got to that point in about an hour or two, but no, it took me about fifteen to twenty. You just needed the right items. Yeah. Oh well. Yay, Decidia. <laughs> right, so our final new piece of news for this episode is <laughs> it's one of those ones where you just slap your forehead <laughs> and then just sigh. Just, yeah, just like that. Right, so Square Enix announced that they are working on Final Fantasy XIV version 2. They Which also announced at for... the same time. Yes. Version go 2. On, go on. Version 2 is for the PS3. Yes, so they yes. confirmed that the PS3 version of the the game is still in development, despite the fact it was supposed to have come out about but six wait, months ago. But wait, hold on, there's more. Yes. What year is it coming out, Daryl? Well, I think most people were thinking, is it going to come out in 2011? No. And then they saw, oh, well, beta testing is going to start in 2012. So they're thinking, well, maybe it's going to come out at some point in 2012. No. Because beta testing is happening at the end of 2012. So when's it coming out? 2013. Who is going to care? No one. <laughs> like, I, I guess it gives them plenty of time to make the game right. Because they've got I, an extra two years. It's very weird because personally, I think 14 by 2013 will probably be good enough to 
attract people, but not good enough to compete with Star Wars: The Old Republic or Guild Wars Two. Well, no. it's probably not. It's not even good enough to compete with World of Warcraft. I just I feel like so much shame has been put on Final Fantasy XIV's name that it's just. Mm. I yeah. think anyone well, who wants to play FF14 they're going to start charging people again. People who want to play FF14 would have already bought it before then, but. Then yeah. again, well, we do we do are... always get a lot of comments about people saying that they yeah, are. Yeah, there waiting are a lot of people PS3. waiting for the PS3 version. Yeah, but will they be able to wait that long? I. They've I already waited could... a whole year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like Square what's another two? Is you know you know what it's it's sounding like? It's the last remnant all over again. No, no, but this time they actually give us it. But then it's also like <laughs> Final Fantasy versus thirteen as well. But you you see, like people are already kind of dropping off from Final Fantasy versus. But you know when Versus comes out, you know, even though that looks more attractive it. than it's Final Square Enix just can't get out of this habit of announcing games. No, <laughs> they're just not delivering them. No. So oh, I think it's because a lot of one. people were wanting, a lot of people were bugging them to announce when the PS3 release was coming out. Well, the problem they they, made, they had was just saying that they were making it, but they Why? are making it, and they do they do have yeah, the, they are making it. Yeah. Mm. But who, like, can you think of any other developer that would come out and say, yeah, right, so you know that game we're making? No. It's not coming out for another two years. Um, uh, is it? That's what leads me to believe that Type Zero won't, won't be localized. I mean, they announce everything else so prematurely. Final Fantasy Type Zero. I think Blizzard can get away with it, though. Yeah, Blizzard can get away with it. Like, Square mm-hmm. Enix, not so much. They're like, yeah, so Diablo 3... Um, it's not a release date. But then we were it's really sad about out. Ghost. Because Starcraft Ghost never came out. And then that got canceled. <laughs> Starcraft yeah, well, Ghost got cancelled. For World yeah, of Warcraft. The whole reason why I bought a PS2. I mean, personally, FF14 right now is playable. It's not broken or anything. It's fun to play with when you have people to like party up with. And are they going to start charging now? People, yeah. people, people are just stuck with that initial impression of it being really broken and unplayable when that simply yeah. isn't the case I mean it's not like Square Enix I've said this before on the podcast but Square Enix isn't sitting on their laurels with FF14 they are constantly like updating it patching it with new content uh, new like changes to the UI just so that it, they can well, improve it they just made it. a massive loss on it as well they haven't charged yeah. for it for a year yeah I think it's just and that whole Square, like, negative thing about Square it. Enix like, is just... really the only company that's capable of doing that because it's their own game I mean if yeah. Blizzard did it Activision would probably say well, no look at APB I mean APB wasn't making money and like the entire company went bankrupt <laughs> it yeah. shut down yeah well yeah so basically Final Fantasy 14 PS3 is still happening um, and this leads on perfectly to our burning question that we <laughs> asked last episode and what that was the burning question it was will you ever play Final Fantasy 14 well X Ken from the forums says I was really very nearly really very nearly going to buy it but when I found out FF14 is going to need subscriptions I was put off because I can't commit to subscriptions well if you'd have got it a year ago you'd be fine yeah it would have been free (laughs) to play for an entire year and technically it's still free to play until next month and um, if you buy it it's free to play for 30 days exactly okay well, this is my this is my burning question thing. Sorry, and sorry, you guys are all sorry. stealing it from me. Um, but I I kind of agreed. Like I, that's why I generally don't play a lot of MMOs or anything like that because I never know where I'm going to be um, if I can commit to a subscription. I think I, it's even the free to play ones is just. I just I can't dedicate the time. It's like another job on top of everything else that I have to do, and I just can't. I can't justify how much money I'd spend on it in order to play it. Well, in the hippies, I think it's hippies. In hippies? for the hippies. hippies. In for the in for the hippies. Hip-hop. Said absolutely, I will play Final Fantasy fourteen. I bought it the day after it was released, but unfortunately, my computer doesn't meet the requirements, so I'm patiently awaiting its release on PS three. See, uh, here's one prime example of someone waiting for the PS three release. And you know, going back to the whole subscription thing. I'm actually surprised Square Enix didn't go with the free-to-play route. You know, like World of Warcraft. Free-to-play until level 20, what? and then you got to pay for the subscription. I mean, a lot of people are going free-to-play now. Like Lord, Lord of the Rings Online, mm-hmm. they went away from subscriptions, now mm-hmm. free-to-play a lot. DCU Universe Online. I mean, a lot, of, yeah, a lot of MMOs 
free to play is a lot more uh, lucrative now if done correctly. Yeah, Minecraft's yeah. free to play. Just Minecraft's not enough. Buy the game and then. And you got to pay yeah. for a server. Uh, this next one is from Jim Extreme. Extreme. <laughs> he says, uh, "Don't think so. This this is coming from a huge fan of Final Fantasy, someone who has played every main series game and is working my way through every spinoff sequel, Urgeist oh, and Chocobo, <laughs> Chocobo Racing style games. But I will most likely never touch an MMO." Gotta say, props for playing Urgies. I know, that's awesome true. game. I yeah. used to play that all the time with my brother. I love that game. I still remember the running game that you could play with Sephiroth. Just run, <laughs> Sephiroth running around on the beach. It's good stuff. Um, yeah, I, I can kind of see your point of view. I think for many people, the Final Fantasy MMOs aren't Final Fantasy games. Yeah. They just called it that to make a bit of extra money. Um, yeah, I mean, MMOs a lot more Final everyone. Fantasy now. It is. It is now. It's, yeah. su- it's surprising how out, adding a talkable and like adding these new quests... <laughs> Airship, materia, a fight, yeah, materia, and a fight, yeah, and a fight for with a Final Fantasy. It's amazing how, how much that can do to change the feeling of of a game, right? So the next one is from Sean on the forums, who says, "I'm too fond of RuneScape, that's old, to give it up and go to another MMO. I might try Final Fantasy 14 out on the PS3 if it apparently." That's it another is. thing, too, that I was kind of going with. Like, um, if you're already like dedicated to an MMO, it's really, it, it seems like it's really hard to try and juggle both like you're always going to give more attention to one over the other and it's just I think you play four- one in the first 12 hours of the day and you play the next one <laughs> in the second 12 hours the of the day 14 is it doesn't really do anything to attract hours. newcomers yeah they're releasing a PS3 version in 2013 that's how they're going to try <laughs> and get new people in look at all they the people are waiting for it you know if they if they hook that up with PlayStation Plus somehow I think they could get a lot of people in beta the beta there you go the mm-hmm. beta yeah and then maybe subsidize right, it well, with PlayStation Plus as well. If you're a subscriber, you pay maybe $9 a month instead of 14 Square Enix and Sony, if you're listening, Colin has an amazing idea for you. Truth. Just write it down, it's Colin, golden. so they can... We, we've documented <laughs> this now. Yep. Right, so this next one is from Simone. Simone? Simone. What's we'll Simone. Simone. They said, no, since I do not and will not play MMOs. Well, that sounds more like personal preference as opposed to something a, a problem with the game and mm. I can understand where I, I used to think like this I would never play MMOs and then I played World of Warcraft and <laughs> you know how the story goes <laughs> and the rest is history Colin's soul was taken from his body <laughs> and then I played World of Warcraft and it, well actually no I played Dofus first and Colin's soul was taken from his body <laughs> see Dofus, that's why I really cannot play, play an World MMO because I know yeah. how much time I wasted on the sins <laughs> Doing an MMO would just be murder suicide. But the I've thing made MMOs, so many babies on The Sims. It's, it's crazy. so fun when you have people to play with. That's true. It is. It when you when you I was the the thing I always wanted to do on a Final Fantasy was like just start up with like five friends and then you just have your set party and you just go through the entire game and you'd never even need to talk to other people. You could just do everything with those core friends and just experience mm. it all. Exactly. Aww. Never happened though because I never had those friends. It's like Sex in the City for MMOs. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> Alright, this last one is from Skylar127 who says, of course, but only if they get it right, slant face. They're getting there. They're getting there. Just, I think just give them a bit more time. I Maybe mean, by uh, the time the PS3 version comes by out. By 2013 version 2.0. <laughs> they have it right. Well, personally, well, I think... They were having like a... Oh, go ahead. Oh, yeah. I was just, just going to say that I think they're getting pre- pretty close. At this point, the only problems really is just the UI. Yeah. So there you have it. Yay! Mixed bag. Some people saying that they won't play it just because they hate MMOs. Other people saying they will play it when the PS3 version comes out. And no one really saying they do actually play it now. I think yeah. I, I think there was a comment from uh, Darth Darth Devidem. He said that he would be playing Star Wars: The Old Republic instead. Mm. He, I believe he said that Star Wars: The Old Republic would be the best MMO ever made. <laughs> <laughs> In well, we we'll see when it launches. Bold. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, next episode's question comes in light of the Type Zero stuff. <laughs> a lot of people, a lot of people got their hopes dashed. They were thinking, yes, shattered. localization. Shattered. Oh. Yeah, lots of shattered dreams. <laughs> so we want to know what you would give up in your life to have Type Zero localized. And please keep it 
family. No, no, go all out. Well, if it's not family friendly, we may have to edit it a bit poetically for the podcast. Adding like different Mimi. words for different things. Just like center over it. I'd give yes. my left cock a doodle, for example. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give what? my right. <laughs> I'd give my right Baba Booey. <laughs> so I think about this as like something you'd give up for Lent, but not. People give up you give for up Lent. your cock, dude. <laughs> I could have a load of roosters outside. What are you talking about? Yes. Perfectly legitimate. Yes. Right. So, <laughs> right. <laughs> on that note, we're now going to move on to the question segment. And we've got three questions for you guys today. And Con is going to take the first one. Which is from Hunter Slasher 13 on the forums, who asks, What would you younger selves think of today's Final Fantasy? Um, that's actually a really hard question to answer. I don't know, because when I played the Final Fantasy originally, I didn't even know what it was. I was just thinking, What is this? Like, what is an RPG? This is so weird. <laughs> of course, now things are a bit more action-packed, and turn-based doesn't really exist in Final Fantasy. Well, it does, but it's just not there, visibly. Um, I don't know. I really don't know. I mean, Final Fantasy thirteen seems to be a, a hit with the younger generation, so mm. I guess Square Enix are going into the right market there. What, what do you guys <coughs> think? I don't know if I'd like it. I don't know. Like, I mean, you know... One of the things that really gripped me about um, the older Final Fantasy games was just how good the stories were, and Final Fantasy Thirteen just did not have that. Yeah, but is that because you're thinking about it in comparison to older Final Fantasy Thirteen? Final Fantasy. Like, games? If this was the first Final Fantasy you played, you wouldn't even, you wouldn't know better. I probably wouldn't have felt anything though. But also think about it in comparison to the standard of storytelling in the industry now. It's not a massive focus for a lot of people. It's mm. more about the gameplay. I mean, you've got most action games are trying to go along the Call of Duty route. And I think in the past, there was a clear distinction because you had the games like Sonic and Mario, no story, pure gameplay. They didn't even care. Yeah. Then you, you had the games, the RPGs actually spent a lot of time trying to build up a world and a story. Mm. Whereas now I think the it's kind of blurring a bit. Yeah, which I wouldn't like because I really like stories. And it depends. Stuff I mean, like that. you know, you still get some RPGs that do build up that world, they build up the characters, they build up their lore. But with FF13, it's there, but <laughs> you frozen like you this. You frozen. <laughs> Cut that out, Brian. Sorry. Well, in <laughs> case you guys are wondering what the hell like... is going on, apparently <laughs> like my video has really frozen emotional. and my fa- face yeah. is freaking out, and Dara and Lauren are laughing at me. Just start your, stop your video and start again. Fine, I'll do that. <laughs> but what was I saying? Hey, now oh, I was saying um, that you know RPGs yes. do still do that. It's just that some of them don't yeah. do them very well. Yeah, but if we're talking point. specifically like today's Final Fantasy, I I just don't know if I if I go for it. I don't I don't like a lot of the um, hope type stuff, like how hope is and like that kind of. I just I like things that are a bit more adult. That are a bit I, more... I do I do feel as though we because we've been able to experience a, a massive chunk of Final Fantasy, we are a lot more critical about stuff. Because mm. I remember when I first it I was watching someone else play Final Fantasy Seven and I wasn't really following the story or anything like that and mm. I just sort of said, you know, can I borrow it? This, this, this looks quite interesting. Yeah. And I didn't I didn't care about the story at the time. I was just chugging through this game to start thinking, Yeah, I can beat the crap out of this stuff. Oh look at the amount of damage I've done. This is amazing. It's like I'm doing magic and I've got these cool summons and stuff. I didn't give a crap about the story because, like, at that point in the game, I think it was like the Cosmo Canyon bit, which I think it's only like in your second playthrough when you actually pay attention to the story. I mean, like with FF9, like FF9 was, was completely different for me. FF9 was the first one that I played. I mean, I watched my friend play FF7 before, I, and it's kind of the same with Daryl. Like, I had no idea what it was. I just thought it was really cool. And mm. FF9 was the first one that I bought and played, and you know, I thought the characters were really funny. Yeah, the gameplay was really fun. You know, same. I like seeing like the magic spells, the summonings. Those were really awesome. But right now, I think with Final Fantasy Thirteen, if if that if my younger self were to have played that, but I think it wouldn't have mattered if the story sucked or not. I 
I probably would have liked it just because it's yeah. you know it's, think, yeah, no, the, it's the something I've never is, experienced before. Yeah. But for me, like when I when I was first introduced to it, I was introduced to it by my brother. How old the, were you at the time? I was about seven or eight. <laughs> I was really young, but I really like I really liked the characters. I really thought they were cool looking, especially like Squall, because the first one I ever saw was Final Fantasy VIII. And then I saw my brother play Final Fantasy VII, and he beat it, and then he told me to... He opened his disc tray, and then he told me to turn all, the power off, and then I turned the power off. And he's like, what are you doing? I have to play through it again. And I'm like, well, he told me to turn the power off. I guess he was just testing me. But anyways... <laughs> I, I um, couldn't even imagine playing a Final Fantasy game when I was seven. I just liked it. I I think, like, I played the first... I, I didn't play played a Final through Fantasy it by game myself when I, I was 12. When I was about 12, was I think 10? that was when I played... Or- Eight. No, I I, I was eleven when I played F of Nine. Yeah, I was about I was about eleven or twelve when I played, was playing seven. Mm-hmm. I think I played eight around eleven or twelve, but I definitely saw it when I was much younger and I didn't know what it was. But um, I I remember I saw it in um, in like Sam Goody or something. I just had a bit of cash on me and I just bought it on a whim. I bought I mean, Final Fantasy Eight. Like and... I remember with Final Fantasy Eight, I, I didn't even know it was coming out or something or anything like that, mm-hmm. but. I remember when I was when I was at school and I was talking to my friends about it. We would never ever discuss a story. It, yeah. It, like you know, thinking back on it now, it was it was a really good story. But at the time, I didn't really care that much. It was more about like, wow, did you beat this boss? Like, oh, look at this cool items I've got. Let's, like, it's like comparing See? all the all the like the, what, how much damage you're doing, what your stats are, which I, characters you're using. I didn't care at all. I couldn't give a but about about stats. Were you going to say that's balls? That's how I still am. I I still I still do not like. I still don't care about stats. I care about just getting through the game and just seeing what happens. Which it might be it might be a female thing. It might just be my thing. But like I I just I didn't care about my items or I only cared about my items when I was going into Final Fantasy X, and then I was getting all the um, special weapons at the end. But other than that, I really just didn't care. I think when I was getting to nine, that was when I first really started paying attention to the story, and I, I didn't like the story of nine that much. And I think that's Blasphemy. because, um, well, <laughs> it, it was basically a tribute to previous games, so it wasn't mm. a wholly I, original story. No, but it wasn't a bad one either. It was, but it was really cute. Good. It was a cute story. Yeah, but I think you know, because basically, what we do, we all we do is compare it to other ones. You mm. know, like so, nine compared to other jrpgs is really good mm-hmm. but i think in comparison for, in, for me in comparison to like seven eight and nine it's not up to the standard seven, of eight. <laughs> seven eight and nine comparing it to itself no but looking back though like it's not it's not as good as 10 for me okay no yeah i was comparing it to games <laughs> that came out in the future <laughs> good job Daryl. good job but yeah i mean like but that's just from my perspective i'm i'm very hard I've always been very hard to please with regards to story. Like, if something needs to really emotionally, like, I, I really need to emotionally invest in something in order for me to really, really enjoy it, which is why I like things like Nier and a lot of people How don't How did actually. I know you were going to talk about I know, I know. I was I'm just thinking about exactly the same thing as well. But it's just, like, I need to be emotionally invested, or else why should I care why I'm fighting? Because you've got this really cool sword and it does 9999 damage. <laughs> it's over 9,000. You know, the right, best anyway. thing about FF9 was the weapon synthesis. And I always talk, oh, yeah, I remember talk that. to my brother about it. And, oh, have you synthesized this weapon? Did you get like, like the Angel Blessed, the ultimate weapon for Zidane? It's like, freaking amazing. Daryl's looking at me all confused right now. Poor Vivi. Poor yeah. Vivi and Poor Vivi. I didn't oh. use Vivi, actually. I think. Ah, oh, Vivi. Vivi was. I loved Vivi. The only, thing, the only cool thing about Vivi in my, that I remember is that you could join him up with Steiner. Oh, see, that was a gameplay mechanic that I thought was really amazing. Magic Saw, that was great. <laughs> yeah, that's the only reason I ever used him, but I didn't use every of them. Either of them ever. I think I used, like, Zidane, Freya. You had to use him. And, well, yeah, of course. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Freya I used a lot, and Vivi I used a lot. And Garnet, when she could actually talk, that, all, that whole section when she couldn't talk at all and couldn't use anything, I was just like, damn it. What the heck? <laughs> Oh, it well, pissed me off. Anyway, right, so our next question is from Armless Phelan, and he said, So why do so many people clamour for a remake of Final Fantasy games, then complain when they get them instead of a new game? Because they are hypocrites. Troll <laughs> <Well>, rats. <laughs> no. 
<laughs> no, I wasn't going to be that mean. But yeah, like I mean, you know. What she meant to say is that you guys are trolls. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> I I it's just stupid. Like I think people have got so critical about everything now and people feel that they can moan and complain about absolutely everything and they just so no matter what fun. people do it's always wrong yeah it's true everybody's a critic i mean i've been and this is really quite sad actually you know i i follow a few different community managers from um different companies on twitter and um some of them have been saying that they've been getting death threats from fans and these are people that, that are working on high profile games that have really really like strong core fan bases and Yo the games Wada. are bad no but like you know, I don't think Yoichi was a community manager if he was it would be the worst <laughs> one ever but, yeah but he still gets death, that people would death go, threats he does get death threats I'm but, just surprised that people go that far it's just you? how seriously people take it like yeah, you, know, no. you know we harp on Final Fantasy 13 a bit we harp on Final Fantasy 12 a bit we still like the games. Yeah, we don't hate and, them. You, you know, we still find them enjoyable. Just, the just... only reason we do, yeah, the only reason we do is because we want them to improve. We want them to get better. Yeah, we're not going to send them we, death threats. It's not like we're just like exactly. It's like yeah. you know how I don't understand how people can get that invested in it. I know. And be like, this game isn't up to the standards you expect. I'm going to go and try and kill you now. Well, then you know what? Then just make the game that you want yourself because obviously nothing we're yeah, ever going to do just, is going to help you we just don't buy it anymore it's yeah it's just ridiculous yeah people take it way 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 too far yeah I think from from what I've been seeing pe- people are quite happy about the Final Fantasy X HD remake yeah and I, the Final Fantasy 7 remake is a bit of a mixed bag because I think people want a full remake and in many people's opinion that would be as as good as a new game Mm-hmm. I'm I'm not one of those people. I think it should just <laughs> kind of be left how it is because well the graphics still work. Yeah. It's like if you play Sonic 2 or something, the graphics still work. It's just nostalgia. Like I mean But the thing is before new get for that. people that are new to Final Fantasy, they don't have that sense of nos- nostalgia. It's true. So they want they want like, a remake. They crap. want it in better upgraded updated graphics. They want it like current generation game. And maybe that's where our generation is kind of lucky in that we have kind of grown up with games. Like, I mean, we've we've gone back to like Mario and all the like Nintendo type stuff. Like we've played those kind of stuff. And we played them when we were young. So we didn't really care. And then as we got older, then things started to get more and more crazy and awesome. But I think I mean, like if you think about it, you got the typical gamer now is some little kid who's <laughs> playing Call of Duty on his headset, screaming at people. If yeah. you would like to say you should play Final Fantasy VII, it's a really good game from like ten, twelve years ago. He would probably just cuss just in like, your face. What is this crap? Yeah, like what the hell is this? This isn't a game. I still remember when I saw a demo of Parasite Eve, the first one, and I thought it was, like, the most amazing graphics I'd ever seen before in my life. I thought it was amazing. I still I still remember, actually, when I was, like, playing one of the first Provo games, my aunt and uncle came in the room and they asked me what match I was watching on the TV. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny, because the other day when I was playing... And this is... It's not even, like, PlayStation... PlayStation era. I was PlayStation Two. I was playing Metal Gear Solid Three Snake Eater on my on my PS Two, and my dad walks mm. into the room and he's like, "What movie is this?" And I'm like, <laughs> "It's not a movie. It's a game." Metal no. Gear. It's like it's a movie, but it's a new kind of movie where I can actually do stuff. Yes. Look at this. Look, I'm gonna tell him to move over there, and he's gonna do it. Yeah. I'm gonna break that guy's neck, and he's gonna do it. That. Yeah. No, he probably shouldn't do that. <laughs> All right. Um. So, moving on to the last question. This one is from Terranort, who asks, Do you think Final Fantasy X HD will sell? I think it will. Like, Final Fantasy X has been the favorites of a lot of Final Fantasy fans, and to have an HD remake, I think some of them, well, that depends, because I've heard people say they don't care for HD remakes, some do care for HD remakes, they want the trophy support, they want... Just to replay the game, Daryl's waving his hand at me right now. Yeah, we now. talked a bit about this many on many of. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I and I think the great part, the great part of the HD remake. Well, not it's not HD remake in the sense that it's a remake, but it's just an HD upgrade. Mm-hmm. 
is that you know it's for the PlayStation Vita as well. So that's to me, true. that's the best part. I can take it out on the go, play Final Fantasy X wherever. You can cry. Imagine. You can cry when you're in public. Imagine yeah. playing. Final I can turn Fantasy the volume up when handheld. when Titus is laughing. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I think it's great for the um, younger generations. Like, if they could get, if they, you know, hear us raving on and on and on about Final Fantasy X and these older games, like, for them to actually have access to it, they can play it and play still it and say, get it. What is this crap? Oh, no. Titus. Final Fantasy X is so good. Titus? I mean, Titus? Who is this guy? If, if it does sell, if Final Fantasy X actually does sell well, you know, that could always. That could also mean that Square Enix would do Final Fantasy X 2 HD, Final Fantasy 12 HD. I think that is a given. If you th- if you look at what Square Enix have done, and they did state this a long time ago, that they want to remake all of the Final Fantasy game or re-release all the Final Fantasy games all the way up through. And they've just done 7, 8, and 9 on the PSN, which is also the PSP. Mm-hmm. 10 is now on the Vita. So what's next? It's got to be ten part two or twelve. You know, it will yeah. happen. They will release them on the VTR. Just so, just putting it out there. If when twelve HD does come out, I am buying that. Khan's going to buy fifty of them. <laughs> it's the lowest selling Final Fantasy. Hopefully, they release game. it. They do the uh, Zodiac job, international Zodiac job system. So, do we still not know which version of Final Fantasy ten they're doing? No, I don't think I so. I could have sworn they were. I'm assuming it's the international. The I think that. Well, I think really? that could be a lot of what people would like. That will be a big decider because, obviously, anyone in North America never got to play the international version. No. So see, so if they release the international version, there's content there that we've never played played before. Exactly. Yeah, there was an ex- There's well, there's the dark aeons, and then there's yep. also a whole added scene at the end. Penance, yay. I remember my friend took about three hours to do that fight, <coughs> and he because and he had to get every single character stats two five five. Mm. Took him like a month. <laughs> That's dedication. Jeez. Yeah, I think I I still don't have a problem with. I know this is all like you know people don't have PS twos anymore. But everyone's got a PS two. I if I if I shoved Final Fantasy ten in right now, I could still play that fine. The graphics yeah. are, are not bad. No, it's not. Like no, I know. Fa- I Final Fantasy eight would be a problem. <laughs> See, I wouldn't have a problem with it either. Which is strange because seven isn't a problem. I think it's just the, the style of graphics they used. Final Fantasy VIII was just because they, it was the first one they, where they tried to go realistic. Tried to go realistic. Yeah, where yeah. seven was more cartoony, kind of looked like Lego blocks. Yeah, <laughs> it's Cloud's arms. It's just like square, <laughs> mini rectangle, square. I Everyone still... has square hands. I still would play Final Fantasy VIII, if only because of nostalgia's sake. I really love that game. Fisherman's Horizon. Fisherman's Horizon. Oh, mo- so many good songs in that game. And then Adia. Oh, I want to play um, that Adia scene. All right, so if they're doing yeah. Final Fantasy Ten HD, does that mean they're going to be redoing the soundtrack? Fingers mm. crossed, everyone. That's true, too. Yeah? No? That would be really awesome if they could have like the actual... like. String instruments that, and stuff. As like it depends, you know, because as it was Brian going to go that extra mile, like like Konami and Kojima Productions are doing with the Metal Gear Solid HD release, where they mm. are re-recording every single voice. It'd be interesting if they do do that, and if I'm they keep guessing. like the laughing scene with Titus and Yuna. Oh my god! Ha 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 ha! I don't know if it would be the same without James um, James Jet. L. Taylor Jet. Nah, yeah, we'll, we'll see. I'm sure we'll find out more information about it. Do we, is it going to be a launch title? I don't know. I don't think so. Because the PlayStation Vita is out February 22nd. Yep. Yeah. And Did you already come out with the Square list of Enix the has not announced no, the release announced date. Three or four games. Square mm-hmm. Enix have not announced a release date for Final Fantasy X HD. Boo. Boo. They well, do have their army, army Corps of Hell. Is that a release title? I believe so. Yeah, they have two. They have two launch titles: the Army Cops of Hell and what was the other one? Lord of something. Lord of Arcana Two. Lord of it, a Million. It, it is Lord of Arcana Two, but it's a different name. Lord of something. I forget what it was. <laughs> Lord of something. A great <laughs> name for a game. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's the uh, pretty much end of all our question segments and everything. So we're now going to just. Take a bit of time to talk about the music that we're going to have at the end of the podcast, which is from Final Fantasy X. Look mm. at that. Wow. Like how, ah, what a convenient. 
How convenient. What, yeah. what a coincidence is what so I meant. So the original song <laughs> is Orange Theme and the arrangement title is Endless Skies and it's from OC Remix with the remix of being a prototype raptor and this was picked by Lauren. So Lauren's now going to tell us <laughs> all about it. Yay. Well, I figured since we hadn't we hadn't had a lot of Final Fantasy X for a while, I'd choose one of my uh, remix of one of my favorite tracks, which is Aaron's theme. I love Aaron's theme so much. M- might have something to do with the fact that I love Aaron so I'm much. I'm still upset but, that he's not in this city. Yeah. But anyways, um, this track is really, really cool. It's really, really pumping, I guess you could say. It's it's just a really nice pumpin'. track. It's a really nice track to listen to. It's It got <coughs> me motivated to write and do work and stuff. I was just like, yeah. Yeah. Party. So we hope you enjoy the track. It's a, it's a, it's got a slightly different groove to the original Orange theme. Yeah, but it's good. I like it. Yeah. So the next episode of Final Fantasy Union is out on the twenty second of November, quickly approaching the end of the year. I believe we have something Hub special to talk then. about on that episode. Yeah. We do. I thought we could. We weren't. We weren't allowed to talk about it. Oh yeah. That, wait. So that's released on the twenty second and not. Yeah. yeah. Okay, never mind. Forget I said that. <laughs> yeah, Colin Colin has Colin did something which he which was cool, but he can't talk about it yet. No. So I'll have to wait till yeah, well, even afterwards. We'll leave it at that. We'll we'll tease again next episode, don't worry. Yeah. Um if you've never listened to the podcast before, be sure to subscribe. We are everywhere on iTunes store. If you just search for Final Fantasy, search for Kingdom Hearts, we're number one for pretty much everything. Just whack the subscribe button on there. Whack Feel it, free whack to go back and listen to older shows as well. Yeah, we've we've in, we've done interviews with tons of the voice actors from Final Fantasy XIII as well. So feel free to check all those out. And of course, you can check all our news coverage for Final Fantasy at FinalFantasyUnion.com. You can also check out the show though at Colin Final Fantasy FXN. I almost said FF-XIII.net again. Aww. Say it properly. I'm so I'm sorry, David. It's Final Fantasy FXN.net. There you go. It certainly is. I miss it. So everyone, it's everyone misses FXN. David, you've ruined everything. You've ruined life. <laughs> but we want he, you back. He's not here to defend himself, which is good. We, we still love you, you David. You'd be tearing me a new one right now. Yeah. Yeah. We still love you. Right. So everyone, bye time. Bye bye. Bye time. And I'm Daryl saying goodbye. This has been a TweaksMusic.com and FinalFantasyUnion.com production.